and welcome to day 14, Proverbs 14 of the 31-day Proverbs Challenge. And we have two guests with us this time, and I'm going to let ladies go first. So as usual, Bibbers, take it away. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. And I am in um, the New King James today. And so starting out, I would be remiss not to uh, look at our very first verse. So if you would join me on that. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. So this verse stood out to me being a woman, and I had the opportunity uh, today to do a, just a little study on this uh, proverb. I also like in the proverb too, there's four different correlations back with the heart. So that really struck me as well, more than some of the other proverbs we've been in. Also a lot to do with your mouth again and uh, how that is also tied back to the heart. But back to verse one, just kind of taking a look at this about the wise woman building her house. It looks at what is and wisely considers really how to make it better. So a woman not only is focusing on that, but then sets out to decide how to make her home better. And I really like some thoughts that I had here on this that I checked out in the enduring word. Many homes have been made by a godly wise woman who looks after the home and builds it. And then the foolish pulls it down. So folly tears down instead of supporting and building what is to be. Folly shows its destructive nature. The woman of a home has tremendous power to make it for either a better or worse place. So that just really struck me uh, today in some of our passages. And I also really enjoyed the heart and the mouth and um, how they're tied together. So those are some thoughts. Awesome, Bibbers. Appreciate that. I uh, I see how it started out in that manner. The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. So I was looking forward to you to chime in and give a perspective from a woman and a mom. I'm going to now introduce one of our new guests. This is Pastor Adam Leopard, and I'm going to just plug him a little bit. I'm not going to go through a full introduction, but if you click the no. card, I'm always opposite here. If you click this little link up here, it's an interview I did with Adam on a Saturday sit down. So if you want to get to know him, his perspective, uh, kind of his background and why he does what he does and how he does it, click that link. Oh. Over here, click that link. There'll be links in the description. And he's a pastor at Miamisburg Christian Church. There'll be links to that church as well at the bottom. So check it out. But without further ado, Adam, take it away. Yeah, thanks for, for inviting me on today and for inviting me to do this, this challenge to read through uh, a proverb a day. The two verses that stuck out to me were actually uh, Proverbs 14, 12, and 13. And it says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter, the heart may ache. And in the end, joy may be grief. And the thing that struck me actually was verse 13 first. And the, the wisdom there is that um, things aren't always as they appear. And that wisdom isn't always what it seems like at first, that there's this, there's this way that seems right to people. But unless you have the fear of the Lord as the foundation, unless you have that right perspective on who's actually writing the whole story of history and living in the wisdom that scripture provides us, 
it's going to deceive you that there's this way that might seem right, but it leads to death. And those who might be laughing now could actually be covering for deep sorrow that's in their soul. And they might appear to have joy and wealth and wisdom and all these things, but they're just covering up for something that is uh, a little more hidden. And that this constant reminder in Proverbs is to remain humble and hold on to this, this fear, this reverence of God and the wisdom that, that he affords us because everything else is deceitful, but truth is found in staying true to, to God's word and staying true to um, walking humbly behind him and not getting yourself, uh, you know, too, too big for yourself or anything like that, but, but, but faithfully walking behind, behind God. That, that really struck me today. Amen. I was hoping you would hit that verse because I was reading that. I reread it. And verse 12, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. We know that, right? We know the beginning of wisdom is a fear of the Lord, right? We know that it's like treasure. We should pursue it like treasure, silver, pure gold. But then when it came to even in laughter, the heart may ache and the end of joy may be grief. I I read that over and over and I couldn't kind of grasp the meaning. I see where it says, even in laughter, the heart may ache so you're hiding it you're shielding it Mm -hmm. but and the end of joy may be grief one more time expound on that second part of the sentence for me what is that truly saying it's building on the same idea that that appearances might be deceitful so you might see joy, but really, and in some, some translations, it's the, the myrrh of joy or whatever, but like in the end, it's actually death. And so these things that we see with our eyes, because we, we want to accumulate and natural socialization is such that I'll judge myself against my peers and my own social group. And so I want to make sure that I'm measuring up, but the end of joy in that ladder could be death. And so we have to stay humble and stay true to, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Be humble there and walk in the wisdom that's found and what he has, not measuring yourself up and playing this rat race game or keeping up with the Joneses, anything like that, because all these appearances, they'll fade away. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that's eternal is the kingdom of God. And so we should live seeking to serve that. Oh, very good point. Okay. Uh, Excellent. Now, with me, several stood out. Like I said, I'm not going to expound upon all of them, but I just want to mention 21, whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Coming upon Christmas, when Adam spoke on this message, if you haven't heard that message, great message, we were talking about it before we started recording. I'll share that link too. There's a story about the white power ranger that you've, you've got to check out, right? But we're talking about being more of others than ourselves. It's not about what we desperately want. It's what the world desperately needs. So it was a great message. And then this is one of the top verses that stood out. I'm going to compare it to the message Bible because it gives a contemporary twist. But in the ESV says, in all toil, there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. And the MSG, the Message Bible says, hard work always pays off. Mere talk puts no bread on the table. So it's good to talk the talk. It's good to get energized, make plans right, and dream and have dreams. I think you should dream big. 
But we know in going through Proverbs, knowledge is power, right? We know that knowledge is power. We should absorb it, but it's useless if it's not put into action. Knowledge is power, but the key to the success of that power is action. So this is talking about planning and working hard, not setting back, making all these great elaborate plans and not taking action. Must take action on our knowledge. So that kind of stood out. Uh, for me in verse 30 proverbs says a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh but envy makes the bones rot look we're emotional creatures right we're made with emotions god gave us that free will and those emotions but a lot of the time our emotions can get us in trouble and what this is saying to me is don't hold on to hate animosity envy bitterness bitterness is a root that should not be watered. It will consume you. Your heart, mind, and soul right here says it will make your bones rot. I don't think any of us want our bones to rot. So those are the verses that kind of stood out to me and spoke to me. What are your thoughts, Bibbers, Adam? You know, I'm going to go back to something um, that Adam had mentioned. It just called to mind what Paul had said in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Uh, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And uh, I'm going to tie this back, ladies, to, to verse 1. I think opening up our home, being real, showing empathy. I think Adam brought up a good point of uh, being fake or thinking that everything around us is perfect and not sharing truly where we are in our, not only our relationship with ourself, our friends, our family, but within Christ. But I think the second part of this verse really nails it. And the peace of God will surpass all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. We cannot guard our own hearts and minds. I think the verse is calling us very clearly to guard our heart and mind in Christ. And when I think we set about to do that with the fake smile and everything's perfect and great, and we portray that outwardly, we really are not opening ourselves up to be a better witness and a testimony for others. And I think when we just become real and um, shit, hey, you know what? I'm not doing well today. And uh, I really need prayer. Would you stop and pray with me? When we're showing, I think, empathy, we are laying a really great opportunity and groundwork for others in Christ, as long as we're doing that in Christ Jesus and not in our own strength. I mean, I think one of the things that, that came to mind for me is just how how often the natural or easy pull of human nature uh, stands in contradiction to what God wants for us because it's better. It's better than just going with the easy flow of human nature. There's, there's a deeper peace that happens when you go to God with everything. There's a deeper peace that happens when you apply godly wisdom into your life. And if we would just take a minute and think deeper about what's going on in and around us, that there's a better way of living that God outlines for us, but it doesn't come naturally or easily. It takes some thought and intentionality to walk in. That's a good point. Intentionality, right? Uh, Attentiveness and intentionality. Say that five times fast, right? (laughs) But utilizing that, leveraging it, it, it's not always easy. Are we loving intentionally? Are we seeking wisdom like treasure? intentionally? Are we seeking a relationship with Jesus 
Christ intentionally? Are we loving others with the generosity and love that Christ demonstrated, right? Are we re-emulating that to the world? So that's a, that's a very good point. So any advice here on applying this, making it applicable in our lives leading up to Christmas, the birth of Christ? I think one of the things is actually from the Daily Devo that Adam Geringer from our church did today. It's just remembering that you're not the main character in the story, that you are, you're serving a bigger story than your own and your testimony you're not the hero in it. You are, you're, you're saved from something by, uh, by Christ. And in this whole life that we live is just a reminder that, that we get to play a part in an incredible story, but we're not the main character, uh, not the main character at all. Amen. Amen. How about you, Vibris? What words of wisdom on Proverbs here on 14 that you would like to share that correlates well leading up to Christmas? Yeah, I think just to tie it all back, something that came to my mind was Romans 12, 15, and uh, 16. Uh, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. And I think just being, you know, the same mind as Christians, right? I mean, it involves our emotions. It involves us, I think, being real. I think it really just calls us this time of the year. I mean, just think about, I know we had chatted just the other day about this on, um, I think it was two days ago, just several friends that I know who have lost a loved one, you know, this past year and just heading into this season, I I can't begin to fathom and understand um, what they're going through or um, just how painful that is to have your first holiday without your loved one. But we're called to, you know, um, surround each other and hold each other up and here again, it, it should be this way all the time, not just the holidays. But I think for me, just, you know, going into the season, chatting just, just a few minutes ago with my mom, you know, what a blessing that is, you know, to be able to have a conversation with my mom. And I, I know two close friends of mine who have lost their moms just this past year. And, you know, just to come alongside of folks and just be real and say, you know, I don't understand what you're going through, but I love you and I'm here for you. And let's pray about, you know, your holiday. That's got to be tough. So I think really just being real. Amen. And viewers, you're watching this, you're walking through this Proverbs challenge, or maybe you're not, or maybe this is the first time you've seen this video. If you're going through a tough time, if you're going through a challenge, or you're missing a loved one that you had celebrated Christmas with great joy in the past, we would consider it an honor and a blessing to pray for and over you. Comment below, ping me. My email address is available here on this YouTube channel. We'd love to pray with you, and may we encourage you to take a look at the greatest story ever told, which is the birth of Jesus Christ. And guess what? You can take that active role in that story by following him, taking up your cross, following him, building a relationship with Jesus Christ. Wouldn't that be a great blessing to begin a relationship with Jesus Christ or share the message with others during Christmas and they gain a relationship with Jesus Christ. So in closing, may you launch each day with purpose, navigate with principles and explore with passion.